This Claves Online exclusive podcast is brought to you by Fast Eddie's Bonaire, powered by Ameren, Illinois. From early mornings to late nights, your neighbors are busy creating a better tomorrow. And at Ameren, Illinois, we're accelerating progress. From upgrading natural gas mains in Quincy to expanding substation capacity in Mount Vernon, Learn more at AmarinIllinois.com slash FutureGrid. Amarin, Illinois. Energy at work. Last month, St. Louis Acura was the top-selling Acura dealer for new and certified Acuras in the Midwest. To celebrate, we're giving you some unprecedented offers. Get the 2021 TLX with 0% financing for up to 60 months and 2,500 in loyalty conquest offers. Or get the all-new 2022 Acura MDX with 1.9% financing for up to 60 months and 1,000 in loyalty conquest offers. St. Louis Acura, committed to becoming better than ever for you. Mike Claiborne here with Ryan Kelly, the home loan expert. And Ryan, I've heard so much about the Hero Loan. Tell me about it. Absolutely. If you're VA eligible, there's no better loan out there. We'll pay for your appraisal and rates are about a full point lower. Apply online today at Hero.loan. Well, it is a true pleasure to have a chance to visit with one of the greats of the game. And I do mean great. And when we start talking about Hall of Fame, David Parker's name comes up a little bit more with each year. He's got a new book out and it's called The Cobra. A Life of Baseball and Brotherhood, written by Dave Parker, former major leaguer with 19 years of experience, and we'll talk about his awards in just a bit. But first of all, Dave, it's, it's a great to have a chance to visit with you. How are you feeling? Because I know you had had some health issues not long ago. How are you feeling? And let everybody know that Dave is alive and well. Well, I'm doing fine. I have good days and bad days, but mostly good, so I'm happy. Well, let's talk a little bit about your career. Uh, 19 years, two-time World Series champion. You were an MVP, three gold gloves, batting champion. I could go on and on. I think people who had a chance to see you would say that's pretty impressive. But I would just say you were the epitome of a 5-2 player. You also were the first million-dollar guy, so you had that working for you as well. So my question to you, 19 years in the game, it's been a while since you played. Why the book and why now? I think I was a controversial player, and people really didn't know know a lot about Dave Parker. They had this image of Dave Parker being a bad guy. I uh, wanted everybody to know that uh, I played the game at 100%. I was a 5-2 player. I extended myself to my, my teammates. Uh, I extended myself to young players. I was uh, a, a player's guy. You know, one of the things in reading the book, and by the way, a very well-written book, uh, a lot of times we'll run across these books and you, it'll put you to sleep, but you, you covered a lot of bases. And I think one of my favorite chapters was chapter 12, uh, me and my, being baby brother, because you talk about being a good teammate. You, you talked a great deal about the guys that you played with and, and how much fun you were able to have as a player, whether it was in spring training or during the season, but also you found a way to get your work in. Talk a little bit about that process. Well, one thing, I was a very verbal guy. Uh, I predicted two batting titles. I told guys when the leaves turned brown, I'd be wearing the batting crown. Uh, had sayings <laughs> like, uh, there's only three things for sure today. The sun's going to shine, the wind's going to blow, and big days going to go four for four. And those were the type of things that I did uh, amongst the players, uh, uh, amongst the teammates. Uh, I just was a, a guy that created excitement. 
Yeah, there's no question. When you, I think one of the things that stood out for me is when you would stroll to the batter's box, you'd dig a nice, comfortable foothold for yourself, uh, take a couple of swings and just stand in. And you were a big man, especially as a left-handed hitter, that was intimidating from the moment you left the on-deck circle. Did you see, feel like you could get in the head of a pitcher just by your approach? Yeah, that was uh, all a part of um, my attack. I would walk to the plate. Uh, they walked me intentionally. I would lean on the bat, wouldn't even hold it over my shoulders. So I did a lot of things to intimidate. That was all a part of uh, uh, me as a player. You know, when I look back at your career and you broke in with the Pirates, and what did it mean to you to have a, a bunch of veterans around you like Stargell and Scoop Oliver and Bill Robinson? I mean, you, you were really blessed to be with some real pros in the early stages of your career. And then you went on to Cincinnati and was surrounded by a lot of other veteran players, but you were able to carve your own niche out. But what was the importance to having those veterans, especially people of color that you could have leaned on and just be able to learn from? Well, it was a thrill to play with Willie and Bill Robinson, Al Oliver, Dave Cash. You know, all these guys were, you know, true professionals. And, uh, to have that many brothers on one team was a rare thing because uh, we had nine black guys play uh, in Pittsburgh under Joe Brown uh, being the president of the team. And then we were the first team to have nine players, all of color. What was it like to play with Doc Ellis? You you mentioned the fact that you were outspoken and you, you said what was on your mind. Doc Ellis was a guy that was in the same manner. Tell me a little bit about him because people, I think, misread him when he said he threw a no-hitter on when he was on acid or whatever, but he was a really good pitcher, but he was also a guy that believed in certain things and stood up for him. Yes, he was. And uh, a lot of people – don't realize how smart Doc was. Doc would get in your head. I know uh, he was uh, a guy that wasn't wasn't afraid to think outside the box. I mean, he wore curlers to the ballpark uh, when he had his hairdo. Uh, He uh, said he pitched uh, a no-hitter on acid. And I wouldn't know one way or the other because, you know, Doc was always a loose guy. Uh, But he was a good guy to have around because he kept everything loose. For you as a player, uh, and and again, when you came up, everybody was enamored with your size and your strength and your skill set. You had other options to play other sports. What was baseball like for you to play at an early stage where you had to make that decision, this is what I'm going to do? Well, the decision was kind of made for me because I tore my knee up my senior year of uh, high school. And um, that kind of made the decision easy. So I chose my second sport, baseball, and uh, it ended up being a blessing in disguise. Uh, I played 19 years of baseball, and I never could have did that in football. No, you would have been – they'd have – pieces of you spread out all over the country at that point. Hey, you know, when I talk about you and your career, uh, the numbers speak for themselves. A career 290 hitter, uh, you were knocking on the door 3,000 hits at 2,700. 
Uh, what What's the one thing that you want to be remembered by? Because in reading the book, you, you covered so much ground about so many things about the game and, and how it worked off the field and then the dugout. But what is, what's Dave Parker want to be remembered for? My style of play. Uh, I was the guy that ran out every ball at 100%, regardless of where it was hit. Uh, was very physical uh, in my play. I would leave my feet. And most stars wouldn't do that. But I was one of those players that would leave my feet. I was very physical. Uh, I was respected amongst my peers. Uh, I was uh, what you call a 5-2 a player. I was that. And I uh, couldn't be much more as a player than I was. You know, one of the fearful things was if Dave Parker was at first and somebody hit a double play ball, that guy at second base, uh, he had to really watch out for himself because in your era, you could go through the bag and through the player if he decided to stay on the bag long enough. I, you were an intimidating player. Yeah, I couldn't get Ozzie Smith, though. I tried. <laughs> he he wasn't the call the wizard for nothing, man. I mean, he was a guy that everybody tried to get in. I don't think many people really got him, but you're right. What was he like to play against? He was fun. You know, he uh, was an outstanding defensive player. Uh, I, I mentioned I tried to get him on, on take him out on double plays, and I said, how did you get away from that? And he said, I just went to another floor, Dave. You know, so he, he was, uh, he was a, a great player. And I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the fact you were part of the Cardinal organization as an instructor for, for a brief time. What was that experience like for you in St. Louis? Well, I, I was doing the Socia and McGuire home run race, and uh, it was a thrill to – to be a part of that, you know, to see McGuire hit balls 900 feet and compress baseballs so they was flat was a, a thrill in itself. I enjoyed being on their coaching staff during that period. You were a masher too. You know, when I th you, you bring up McGuire, uh, when Dave Parker stepped into one, it was no question about it either. When you look back at that and see how the game is played and maybe the balls are different, do you wonder – what it would have been like for you if you'd had a chance to sit on some of the pitches we see today? Uh, I would have added some home runs to my resume. I mean, when Billy Williams stood behind the cage one day when, when I was a hitting instructor for the Cardinals, and we took a baseball and just felt it and tried to move the skin on the ball. The ball was wound so tight that Chuck Swain should have wound the part. You, you play with so many people, so many great people, some people in the Hall of Fame, some just flat-out good players. Uh, who had the most impact on you as a player? Stardew. Stardew could have hit 300 every year if he, he didn't have to hit home runs. He would let it out on an at-bat where he would be swinging for the fences, and that took away from him making contact. But Stardew... Uh, was a, a bona fide 300 hitter if he wanted to be. And uh, he uh, was probably the greatest, one of the greatest power hitters uh, during my era. Who was the best manager you played for? You played for Danny Murtaugh and Chuck Tanner and Pete Rose and, and Tony La Russa. Uh, who did you get the most out of? Chuck Tanner. 
he uh, genuinely cared about his players. He would call you in the middle of the, the winter, right around Christmas or uh, any holiday. He would check in on his players. LaRusso was probably the most prepared because he would cross the T's and dot the I's and was uh, probably the, the most prepared manager I, I was with. But Tanner was probably the one that cared the most about his players. Dave Parker is our guest. He's got a new book out. It's called The Cobra, A Life of Baseball and Brotherhood. And when I use that title, while you were an outstanding player, I got the sense in reading the book that brotherhood really meant something to you and the guys that you play with and who were around. And, and maybe it was a different era than it is now. I don't think guys today really have that brotherhood like they had in your era, maybe because of the fact that money is a lot better and you guys spent more time around each other. They have options now. But is that something you still cherish today, the brotherhood and the camaraderie that you were able to maintain in playing baseball? Yeah, I, I cherish that. I uh, hear from guys that I played with, Eric Davis, Gary Shetfield, Barry Larkin. You know, these guys contact me uh, every every holiday. I mean, I get a call from one or two of them. Uh, and that's basically what my uh, years in Major League Baseball was all about. You know, when you had a, a cohesiveness uh, with your fellow teammates. And uh, that's something that's uncared all into my life. I've been out of baseball for about 40 years. And uh, I still hold uh, my teammates in the highest regard. Well, we certainly hold you in high regards too, Dave Parker. You are an outstanding player and having a chance to visit with us today and share your thoughts on your book has certainly been a treat for me and certainly our listeners. So we wish you nothing but the best. Congratulations on the book, and hopefully we'll have a chance to cross paths down the road. More importantly, you stay safe and stay healthy, sir. You do the same. At St. Louis Acura, we have over 250 pre-owned vehicles in stock, many of them priced under $20,000. Have a trade-in or want to sell your car? Bring it in for a quick appraisal and sell your car in minutes. We also have free vehicle pickup and delivery to your home or office. That's just one reason we are the nation's only 29-time Acura Precision Team winner for customer satisfaction. And why we have an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Magadas St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you. We have a chance today to visit with Richard Mark, the chairman and president of Ameren, Illinois. And Richard, considering how many people that are working from home and you have families at home as well, a lot of electricity is being used and a lot of power is being used and there are still ways to save. The best way to save energy is don't use it. And so not only reminding our children and ourselves to turn lights off, but in this day and age to turn our electronic appliances off, our electronic devices off. When you charge your cell phone and then you unplug it from your phone, if it's still plugged into a wall socket, uh, if it does not have some type of smart switch that you have it plugged into, that energy is still being used. So people don't realize all of the ways that they're still using energy. Mike Claiborne here with Ryan Kelly. And Ryan, buying a home is a really big deal. Give me some advice for those folks who are looking to buy a home. Get pre-approved and get pre-approved early in the process. In fact, if you're even considering buying a home, get pre-approved today at thehomeloanexpert.com.